Welcome to November's episode of the Russian River Yoga podcast. Hi, 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 hi. Um, gosh. <laughs> oh, man. I think we made it to November. It's almost the end of the year. And kind of just honestly, I feel like I've arrived in this place without without even having an idea that it's already the end of this year. <laughs> I feel like I am still catching up from the summertime and the fall and maybe September in particular. And sometimes it's really hard for me to anchor an idea that it is the end of the year. And it is that time <laughs> to Or it's a time when, you know, there's a snow on the ground and the days are getting shorter and the nights are getting longer. And it's the time for us to kind of just look within and settle and calm down and rest, restore, just kind of work on finishing the year strong and move on, on to the next So yeah, I feel like I'm just arriving in that place now. <laughs> I really felt out of out of control with time lately. It's just since I started my new job, it's been quite nonstop, you know, when you just kind of like fly through your work week and then the weekend is basically just supporting you for the week ahead. <laughs> you know, between like cleaning and, you know, taking care of the things you need to take care of and buying food and preparing and all that. And then once again, you know, there's Monday and here we go again. And I've noticed with me, maybe like week 10, it's when I was starting to feel, you know, like, okay, I, I like it. It's going by fast, but at the same time, I be begin to feel like it's affecting me even though it's so fast and light and flowy you know but still it begins to begins to um yeah just have a certain impact right and then the weekend just because there's so much you feel with or i feel with you know getting ready for you know, the week ahead and catching up with the tasks, the personal things, right? It just seems like it's not enough to replenish and restore and actually rest. So after that, and I've begun to become really sensitive to light. I don't know if anyone has experienced that before, maybe working in the office environment where the lighting is very like white, Or is it phosphorus? <laughs> I'm not sure what those lights are called, but they're very white, like strong lights, and they make this noise like, right? we all know, we all know those. And it's, yeah, so I've had that, because I don't have a window in the place where I work, um, I use that main, the main lighting is that, that light. And it was, at the beginning it was fine, you know, it was okay. Um, but now, uh, 
I think after 10 weeks or so, I began to feel like too sensitive to light. You know, the headache started to showing up. And I had decided to change my whole lighting. And that's kind of like the time when, you know, the days began to feel shorter. And it was like the fall, very kind of like cozy time, like very warm time, right, in terms of colors. And uh, I changed the lighting in my office into like two lights, two floor stand-up lights, two floor lights, <laughs> one of those. And... um it began became really cozy because I changed the the light bulbs to like this yellow light bulbs, um, and just got really cozy. And the same I did in my house, um, so it feels you know just as cozy because we had like half of them were like yellow, half of them were white, just because you know of an ability to buy or find even yellow ones. It's real hard for some reason to to get those yellow lights in the store, like. Everybody seems to like them very much. And the only one that's left out there is just those white, horrible ones. So changing the lighting really helped. Um, and kind of like created this grounding environment, which is very nice when you are working with someone, you know, one-on-one. Um, like kind of t- uh, holding like the sacred space for them to share and be vulnerable and be honest and uh, personal and very like raw right so that helped um feels really nice and cozy there um and so yeah so coming back to like that feeling of not feeling restored enough right to get back to whatever I need to get back to um which you know accumulates and yeah and especially like it became apparent a couple weeks ago when it became really challenging on a day-to-day life um dealing with you know a lot of people and a lot of personalities and a lot of issues and challenges um and to the point that you know there's no balance which at first it felt really balanced um and now it feels like it's being pulled in both extremes so it's either very intense and high acuity um like a lot of needs that being presented a lot of like time figuring things out on my own you know so basically what therapists would call working harder than your client which is not the place where you want to be of course right this is like the indicator that something needs to shift (laughs) because that's not the dynamic that any of the therapists or anyone really wants to hold and carry day to day and I kind of found myself in this situation where uh, dealing with a particular person uh, or working with a particular person, I would say, is kind of made me feel that way. And I'm kind of still to be continued in that situation. And when that happens, you know, it's particularly apparent to make sure I take care of myself and how it looks like and, you know, and prioritizing that, right? 
And then on the other hand, there are people, clients that are really motivated and want to be there and want to make a change and making that change and even, you know, moving on into the next. And you're kind of watching that progress and you went them with them throughout this whole journey, holding their hand, <laughs> holding that space for them, right? And just watch them, you know, grow and make a positive change in their lives. So that's beautiful, and it kind of balances out, you know, other things. But at the same time, when something really challenging happens, you know, it affects me in particular. Um, and then, you know, a um, couple, or throughout this last two weeks or so, or maybe even last week in particular, we've had, it just feels like overall people have started to, feel some kind of way, um, you know, not only like at work, but just like in general, you know, us here, perhaps maybe only in Alaska, because we just switched the clock last week, last Sunday, we turned the clock back. So, which gives us an hour more light in the morning, but then cuts the sunset time really like short, which is really a really hard change and transition for anyone, I think. And I, don't, I honestly don't know why they still do it. And it doesn't really help. It just makes things worse. Because if before we had like a nice sunset, like six, you know, five something. And now it's like, I don't know, three, forty-five, four, four thirty. It says four thirty, but then it feels like three, three thirty, you know, it's like an hour or two before sunset. It's always kind of, getting into this twilight zone and it it feels like only you only have like half a day you know and then the other half it's like you know either transition to darkness or just dark so that's hard you know for anyone and we have also I've noticed we've had this like huge moon appearing kind of like almost every night um and sometimes of course full moon and it was like full moon and three planets were present and um I don't know, there's just like whole, I I feel like energetically, universe-wise, there was like a lot of intensity there too. And um, for me, in November, I usually feel like it's my month because it's usually my birthday. Well, usually, it's always, <laughs> it's always my birthday month. And um, yeah, I, I feel, I always feel really good in November. You know, I love it. It's usually the time when the first snowfall occurs. It's usually the time, yeah, when, you know, things kind of settle and I'm able to regain my power. And um, there's usually a lot good of good happening throughout that month, you know. And just like a nice anticipation. But also we've celebrated um, my my mom's well, it's a family dog, but it's my mom's dog's birthday. And then she turned six. And then we've celebrated my older dog's birthday. He turned, Isis turned nine, 12, 12 years old. I almost said 19. I don't know why. Well, that's a good sign. Maybe he won't leave until he's 19. So we celebrated his birthday. And then yesterday there was my stepdad's birthday. And then, you know, I'm kind of shifting my... Most of my good friends actually's birthdays are in November too, and then um my birthday is coming up as well, 
So I usually feel really good in November. And this month is different for me. And I feel like I'm just coming back to that uh, feeling of like, okay, I got my Scorpio energy on, you know, I gotta, you know, get into my feminine side and kind of like look at the dark side and, you know, explore it there and be comfortable there and be confident there. And then, you know, like my birthday passes and you know it's the holidays so getting ready for the holidays too like we have, we will celebrate Thanksgiving here shortly and my birthday week and um after that it's like a month away and we'll have of course Christmas and then it's New Year's and things like that so this part of the year is usually exciting because there's a lot going on but then it's also very draining for I feel like most of us right it's like all those expectations and all those like things we need to do and get and you know the media barbands us with all the stuff we can get and all the deals and all the I don't know it's just a lot right it's just a lot and a lot of like I don't know I don't know if you noticed it since Halloween um even at the Halloween I felt pressured usually I don't feel that way but um this time i felt pressured to like get candy and like make sure we are ready when the kids come and um all that stuff and i was like looking around and trying to find an option that or like a choice of candy that wouldn't be as bad or as non-sustainable as others um because you know it's it's a very like again that ethical choice you know some of us you know um are aware about and kind of like thinking about making at some point right every year maybe perhaps if you celebrate halloween so i was looking for something that's wrapped in a paper rather than plastic uh, and something that is you know, made sustainably, sort of, you know, at least, and I don't know, I just, I spent a, I spent like a couple of weeks looking, and didn't really find anything, even, which is like really sad, I was kind of thinking of the ideas, you know, and then we thought about writing like affirmations on separate pieces of paper, and just, and just hanging out, <laughs> the affirmation cards instead of candy which I thought was a great idea by the way but I think maybe maybe for the next time but um perhaps like wrapping a candy like apples I, I even wanted to get the apples and then spread them like caramelized apples and give them out you know and then wrap them in the affirmation like paper <laughs> or paper that says an affirmation yeah so that didn't happen but um finally got like paper wrapped candy you know a bunch of course because you know that's how they sold and it was like a monday halloween turned on monday and i remember i came to work kind of like anticipating whether or not some of the co-workers gonna 
um, dress up or is there an expectation to dress up, right? Because, you know, especially like if you're not aware of your environment, you're not sure what's appropriate and what's not, you know, even in those like festive times. So I came into work, I, I didn't dress up, I mean, I dressed up nice, but I didn't have like anything crazy, which I kind of thought I had, but I never had an idea, which I never really know. <laughs> I mean, I have so many ideas throughout the year, and then, like, Halloween comes, and it's just, like, blank. And uh, so I, I got to work, and, you know, some people were dressed up. It was pretty cool. Uh, we were just festive, and I, like, I remember I, I got there. I just kind of, like, wanted to have some kind of halloween vibe because um, we didn't go to any, like, party or gathering you know, celebration, like you, people usually do, everybody is going to their houses and are dressed up, and of course there's a lot of drinking, and you know, just kind of like eating candy, and I don't know, all that dumb stuff, <laughs> dumb stuff that we do every year, and we love it, right, uh, and I don't want to say it's dumb, right, I mean, it's, it can be fun, but yeah, if you think about it, it's, it's just, you know, it's it's weird <laughs> in a way but yeah so we didn't have that and it was kind of sad you know and I was reminiscing quite a bit on like the last time I dressed up for Halloween and who I was and how it looked and I was just kind of scrolling down my phone like looking for those pictures and thinking oh you know that was fun and we did that and that was kind of cool so yeah, I didn't kind of was missing that a little bit, and then got to work and turned on my like Halloween playlist, <laughs> just kind of jam in my office, you know, and had a group, and yeah, the clients were asking why I wasn't dressed up, but it was funny. Um, then you know, kind of like that day actually. <laughs> That's when I started feeling some kind of way because uh, the group I teach on where I guide on Monday night, evening, it's called Stress Management and Relaxation. And the book we're using is great. And they do a beautiful job. The authors do a beautiful job of like combining different or just even illustrating different relaxation techniques that are actually derived from probably, like, yoga philosophy and, like, probably even Buddhism, which is very interesting, right? All those, like, white people probably, right, just all of a sudden just translated something, copyrighted it, and didn't even give it credit, right? And I'm not judging, in a way. I mean, it sounds judgmental, but then it's, like, just something that makes me feel critically, right? And something that makes me curious. Like, okay, you know, this... Um, gosh, I'm trying to find an example. There's just a lot. Basically, the first two chapters are, like, giving a lot of, like, insight on stress and what it does to our bodies, how it affects us, you know. And, and all that research behind it is probably done, you know, in... It's pretty recent, let's just say that, and it's probably done by white people, you know, here in the U.S. Um, but then after that, uh, the workbook is constructed by the chapters, um, and each chapter basically describes 
a technique or relaxation exercise and then gives like a um a disc- well description <laughs> gives i don't know a prompt or like or or step by step kind of guidance or instructions on how to perform that technique and even gives a script right so if it's meditation there's a meditation script so if a body scan there's a script to that and things like that so i really enjoy teaching that group obviously <laughs> it's my gem <laughs> but um and you know there i have a lot of people in that group and most of them, if not all, are very like receptive to my style, and they kind of know what to expect, and they are really enjoying into diving into all, all those like different techniques and um, kind of seeing what helps them to de-stress and things like that. Um, and even though sometimes you know to to anyone who hasn't ever done any of those practices you know it would seem weird strange all those things right and uh, of course you have to be really gentle and there's a lot of research that backs it up and it's like nothing we are creating or making it a certain way it's just as is right and then we we had like a new person entering the group who I, i don't think was probably who I don't know, <laughs> I never met the guy, first of all, <laughs> never met the dude, and then um, I was just like, okay, there's a new person, okay, you know, just trying to make them feel welcome, just trying to catch them up to speed where we at, things like that, and then, so, and then he's like, oh, you know, just kind of like on a quiet side, just kind of like, you know, he's there, you know, you know he's there, he's just listening, you know, trying to probably figure out what's going on things like that and then so we were talking about oh the whole chapter we were looking at was meditation and I was really excited obviously you know it's one of my favorite things to talk about or do or like practice and um I was just like in a good mood just kind of the end of the day you know talking about meditation you know just kind of getting ready (laughs) it's beginning of the week and then you know, we did a couple of meditations. Um, they were, you know, described in the chapter, and then to kind of make it more interacting and fun, I decided to go ahead. Even though it was a big chapter and there was a lot more we needed to cover, I was like, let's go ahead and break it down, and just take a little sweet break and do a walking meditation. <laughs> and if you've never done a walking meditation, it's basically you putting all of your awareness into the process of you walking and it doesn't have to be you know walking to a certain destination or it's not the point it's just you being in that moment right obviously embodying the whole process of like putting your foot down onto the floor watching your weight shift moving your other foot ahead of you and things like that but then you know um and if it's done right and then you can also make it or do it while you hike while you hike or walk outside or walk to let's say from your office to like the bathroom or i don't know at home you know you can practice at any time it's just like a point of presence right and i was really excited about it because when i've done walking meditation and i've done it um in um I was a part of a mindfulness group, and we've done it there. 
Oh no, well, actually, first time I've done it was silly and it was weird. Um, because we've done it when I was in grad school, we all had to like come up with some kind of exercise that would be beneficial for our clients and then present it in, in our class. And one of the girls was like presenting this one, and we were just like awkwardly walking in the room, just kind of like not even knowing where what's the point or what's happening, where we should feel. <laughs> so I think that experience kind of translated into that other person's that I'm the person I'm talking about, his experience. Especially because, you know, he probably done it for the first time and it wasn't clear. And honestly, I was pretty disappointed by the script that was given in the book. And I just kind of decided to follow it because I haven't done it yet with anyone. I haven't, I have never guided a walking meditation, so I wasn't sure what kind of, like, guidance would be right. I just kind of decided to go with it and take a healthy risk and just, you know, see what happens. And then when I've done it, um, when I was a part of the medit- um, mindfulness group, we listened to the recording of John Kabat-Zinn, which is, he's absolutely awesome. If you don't know him, please educate yourself about him because he's great. He's a founder of um, mindfulness-based therapy. I think that's what it's called. But basically... You know, he brought a mindfulness into the scientific world and done a bunch of research and then a bunch of like um, intervention work with people with chronic pain. Um, and, you know, just his whole work is very like fundamental and life-changing, ground-changing. <laughs> Anyhow, so he has a free walking meditation recording on his website which in which he does a really beautiful job, you know, kind of guiding you through that process. And when I was doing it while listening to his recording, I really felt like, wow, this is awesome. You know, it's in a way it makes you feel like it's even better than meditation because, you know, it, there's just so much to it. It's very complex. We We never think when we walk or when we breathe, like, how complex those processes are and they are and when we put our all attention to that it really makes a difference anyhow so unfortunately i did not play that recording i decided to just read off the script that was given in a book right which probably a big mistake now i'm gonna do it again and so i did that and i begin to walk and i begin to guide them because i want to kind of like feel how the script really feels with or you know connects with the movement and all that stuff and as i'm walking you know i see some awkwardness but then you know i see some people kind of like okay falling along they're kind of trying okay maybe like 15 seconds into this exercise you know this i hear like in the back, I hear this quote. <laughs> this is fucking dumb. <laughs> what is this? You know, and kind of just like in the, I can't even remember. It was hilarious. I was like, oh jeez. You know, I turn back and I'm like, kind of like nod, like and smile, like okay, you know, I hear you. I validate you. You know, yes, it may feel weird. You know, but then, you know, what is your experience with that? how you feel you know what's what is happening in your body clearly this is showing up and i'm curious where it's coming from right i'm kind of just rapping and i'm like okay sitting down you know and kind of just saying hey like you don't have to 
try and love everything we do here you know it can be individual to you what works for one person might not work for another you know it's the point is just to try show up and kind of see what your experience is and then if you don't like something you just choose something different so i just kind of like you know concluded it this way and then we did a couple more meditations it went well and then they just went off their way right and then you know it was and it felt I felt like, okay, I accept that, you know, I I understand, you know, I, and plus, I don't know this person, I don't know where he's come from, I don't know how his day was, I don't know, like, what's going on in his life, and obviously, he came to something that is just really new to him, perhaps, and, um, you know, I'm a new person to him, so there's just a lot of components there, right? And then, but then it was also kind of embarrassing in a way because, you know, other clients saw that and they were kind of like, like the nervous system, all of our nervous systems feel, felt like it was in shock, right? Because we don't, we don't usually deal with something like that, but that was just like this anger outburst that just was out of the blue and kind of affected the whole thing, of course. And, you know, even to the point that other people felt like they had to apologize for that person's outburst, which signifies of how intense it was, right? And at that point, I was just kind of like, okay, you know, so I went home, kind of processed it on my own. I was just kind of like, okay, you know, I'm curious. So I arrived to the point that I'm, I was curious where it came from, right? So, and then I, I got to work, again on Tuesday and which is kind of I I was just kind of sitting with it you know trying to figure out how to address that situation and then I found out you know that person didn't really have a good day after either you know there was some other angry outbursts here and there and which I was kind of glad to hear in a way because I was like well you know there's clearly something there that it's just being triggered you know, and it's not like something we do, it's probably something that's, you know, this person um, projects, presents, so anyhow, kind of like, you know, dealt with that, and then the next week, uh, next Monday, you know, same group, same person comes back, I'm like, okay, (laughs) you know, I'm kind of preparing myself, and then we did, um, we did the visualization, exercise and like we talked a lot about visualization and the person he he actually participated you know in the discussion and then when we tried the visualization he he was able to be receptive of it and he was able to you know come back and say hey you know i apologize for my behavior last week i was not in a good place there was a lot happened that day i was just kind of triggered already and, you know, now I see what we're doing here and now I understand. And it actually felt nice to, you know, practice this exercise and thank you and I'm sorry and things like that, which was nice. You know, it's a nice culture, right? But then, okay, hold on. I didn't tell you about the Halloween evening. <laughs> so a week back again. Um, so we we are at home, right? I'm anticipating all the kids come in their cute little costumes. And I'm like a little witch. I'm like, where's the kids at? Where are the kids at? 
<laughs> are they coming where's the kids right um and it's like dark and it's not snowing hard which it usually is on halloween and um it's like a perfect you know if there's trick-or-treaters they might come because it's actually okay to walk outside it's just dark and a little cold so time goes by, there's no trick-or-treaters, you know, we eating the candy, we're like, what the hell, it's so lame, trying to, like, watch a scary movie, you know, trying to, like, I don't know, do something. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, and then next day, everybody come to work with, like, a lot of candy, you know, left working because there's no trick-or-treaters anymore. People don't <laughs> dress up anymore, and they don't go knock on strangers' doors and get candy from them, right? It's just the world we live now, I feel like. I know there were some, um, what is it? Some, like, I don't know, some Halloween celebrations in the mall. So I guess all the kids went there, get the candy in, like, nice, warm, um, safe, warm, oh, I said warm, mall. <laughs> yeah, so... For two weeks, we eat all those candy, like all of us. And the thing that I've noticed eating, you know, some of that candy is like my body did not take it well. It's just I feel like there's so much like toxic um, ingredients in those. You know, that's why they say like keep keep those candy away from your pets. You know, they're toxic to the pets. And of course, you know, if you think about it perhaps even for us, right, what are, what are the ingredients there, you know, sometimes the ingredients are really, like, weird, um, and so, like, I felt in my body, of course, like, my skin broke down, and just, like, physically, I don't know, you, you feel when you eat crap, you feel, you start to feel like crap, right, um, but then, of course, when you enter high-stress environment, what we crave is, like, fat or sugar, right? So you crave sugar, so you're like, fuck it. <laughs> Anyhow, so, and then, you know, after that Halloween week, you know, just having, like, some kind of challenge, entering some challenging, like, just overall, like, environments and the clock change and all that. And just, even now, it's, like, 8.30, and my eyes are, really closing <laughs> can't stay up so yeah throughout the time I was like okay how can I you know find that rest how can I cultivate that space for more self-care and you know something that I've discovered really in my grad school is that sweet term self-care right something that we it became quite popular right and our parents or our grandparents probably are telling us well when we were older right <laughs> we didn't have self-care <laughs> yeah they were living quite different lifestyle back then but then you know if you think about it you know i feel like right now we live in such a such a harsh harsh time in a way right it's a different monsters we have gotta fight yeah so some of us are fighting for survival some of us are fighting off like millions million pounds of information and just content being flooded in our brain each and every day sitting in front of computers in front of our screens um 
perhaps, you know, some kind of, um, you know, mental health, um, relationship stressors, um, you know, just conflicts, all that stuff, trauma, relational trauma, generational trauma, and things like that. There's a lot. And then, you know, if you think about it too, for the last two or three years, there's this like invisible virus we've been fighting and we've been so afraid of and so affected by. Um, and, you know, not only health-wise and body-wise, mental-wise, but then also like isolation, you know, dealing with isolation, kind of like facing a lot of things that we are, that we've been so hard or hardly trying to cover up or run away from and kind of like just not see and then all of that came to the surface right and just if you look back then you know what was the hardest thing for you to overcome during this time or what was the hardest thing you had to face during that time you know for me it was uh just really uh, you know a fact that I couldn't leave I couldn't go anywhere you know that was the hardest part for me um and even though I still had to leave, and I could because I was um, a central health worker, you know, I still had struggled with the fact that I needed to come home after and I couldn't, you know, go to my favorite yoga class um, outside or, um, you know, even walking the dog was very limited luxury. So... Yeah, so maybe take a moment to just reflect on your own experience. And so, like, think about how much it affected us throughout the years. And maybe we haven't even really noticed the impact or were impacted in a way. You know, maybe for you it was a different experience. But then if you think about it collectively, like, the whole energy of that has changed. And we kind of live in a different world now. Because if if I speak from my experience, we we are still uh, wearing a face mask, you know, you know, in the place where I work, and we uh, still enforce that mask masking, you know, at work, for everybody who comes in. So and that's you know it's tough. It's tough to enforce that. It's tough to, to um, to wear it, you know, as well. It's really hard, and I cannot wait. It makes me, makes me really paranoid in a way because, like, I'm so used to not showing my face, right? Um, then now I'm like, well, would I be able to, right? Um, well, if I think about you know the time the first time I went to like the grocery store without a mask, that was a different experience, right? And it always is. It's like free in, in a way. But it's like I'm so ingrained now to wear that at the place where I work. So now I'm like, hmm. Or like having a meeting online still, you know, instead of like meeting all in the same room. That was a different experience. It would be different coming back to it. You know, we wouldn't be able to check our emails and do our things while we're in the meeting anymore. So how long the days are going to be actually, right? Or like I am, I've also noticed I don't have a poker face anymore, which sucks. I used to have such a good poker face, like I could just not show anything, you know, 
and just kind of like slide even though, even if it was like really funny or if I was like really worried or scared I was able to hold that face and now I feel like thank god I have that mask because sometimes I'm just like rolling my eyes or I'm, you know if I'm laughing or I'm smiling you know and nobody can really kind of detect that and I'm like thank god because I didn't catch myself like doing that and I could have I don't know, could have been weird if I didn't have a mask and kind of did that, you know. <laughs> anyway, so just kind of thinking about all that, just like me personally too, you know, the year break that I had, you know, last year and kind of like where I was mentally, you know, and just emotionally and where I'm now, you know, that's just so different too. I feel like where I'm now reminds me of like the finals week, like the most intense finals week you can think of. You're taking six classes, you know, like three finals in a week or something like that. And one of them is something crazy (laughs) that you're not naturally drawn to. And I don't know, that's how I feel right now. I don't know if you feel like that too, just kind of like, I don't want to say tired or exhausted, but maybe drained, you know, maybe just kind of depleted in a way. I feel like I gave in so much and now, you know, the energy that I've been putting out haven't been really rebalancing, so that's hard. That's hard, right? It's like I have to constantly be charged in order to give and, you know it's not how it works (laughs) but I'm trying I guess at least I don't know how long I can go for that I don't know even like when I have downtime all I want to do is to kind of like regain that balance back because or you know instead of like going and doing some I don't know, training that I've been wanting to do for so long, or I'm just like, no, mm-mm. <laughs> it's time for me, time to do something to kind of, yeah, just not really distract yourself from, but to to just kind of lighten up the mood a little bit, just kind of ease. So... But today, you know, this weekend, I'm definitely in a whole different place where I was like during the week, you know, this last two weeks. I was fortunate to um, last week attend the restorative yoga, two-hour restorative yoga when I just got there and I was like, you know, whatever happens here, it's going to be great because all I want to do is to just drop and melt and be here. And I don't care if we even do anything. I just want to sit here in this studio, in this beautiful place, looking out, you know, to a frozen uh, Nick arm and looking at the mountains and seeing the Sleeping Lady Mountain and, you know, just knowing my car is right there and Alpha is in the car waiting for me and... You know, there's some sunshine waiting for me when I'm done here. And, you know, it's very warm and cozy here. And I want to just be here. 
and um, yeah, and that's what happened. You know, we we just were there for two hours, got it beautiful restorative class. Um, it was very nice to finally just take a class for so long and every week I'm just going on different studios schedules and just looking for class looking for a good time looking for the time when I can actually do it and all of it all the times I'm working or you know it's just not possible for me um, just because of my day you know how it is and hopefully if I didn't have to sleep you know at least like nine hours a night I would probably do one of those like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. classes and then walk alpha and then. But then it's also like, I don't know how it would be for me. Or like the evening classes. Um, I just, I, my work time ends pretty, pretty late, you know, depending on the day, of course, but more so it's late. Um, and I just don't have that opportunity. And then, you know, the opportunity came up for the weekend. I was like, fuck it. I need it. You know, there's nothing more important than this because this is literally correlated to my mental and emotional health and the fact that I need to take care of myself and it's crucial for me. And I know what happens if I don't. So I decided to take that class and it was absolutely great. Um, you know, and then the funniest thing, it was so cool. It was so cool. It was like a, this little tiny studio. And then one of the girls who attended, she, um, she's the one who I've met at the yoga festival this summer. And she's the one who is a, what is she? Um, traditional healer. And she makes her own like salts and I got like, um, like a bath sold from her and the the flowers that she picked were used for that bath sold and she that makes all those beautiful things you know by hand and things like that so she was there and then at the end of the class I realized that the lady who taught the class and guided us through the practice she was her friend who I've also met at the yoga festival and who <laughs> Um, and the lady that I regretted so much not to buy the earrings from because her earrings were beautiful, so great, amazing. She, um, and they're like so artistic too. Like she, they all have the same theme, but they all have different design. And so her earrings are like, like this sky blue, like beautiful blue color. Like, uh, yeah. That would be perfect in the winter or in the summer, like anytime you wear them. And they have this like white design and it's almost like a touch. And every time it, like it's a touch like that and it's a different kind of design. So the ones I liked look like a feather, like um like a feather print, but they're like white. So it's like they're touched by the light. And the way she makes them is I don't know, it's very complicated, but she puts like this this some kind of surface thingy like outside and whatever the sun draws whatever the sun sun's sun imprints on those surfaces she then prints and then she puts it on her work which is insane and i don't know how she came up with it i don't know what she does and how she uses it but it looks amazing so since then i regretted so much that i didn't get those earrings because they're beautiful 
and they would fit to everything I wear. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's just a beautiful thing, you know, to have something like that, something like that unique. And I, she was the one who led the class, and I was like, what? And I met her briefly, but then I was kind of, like, curious throughout the class. I was like, where? I remember, you know, I remember some, like, I've seen her before, and I was just like, why do I have this feeling? And then, yeah, she, we found out at the end that that was her, and I told her about the earrings. <laughs> like, I'm like the earring maniac right now. I have, um, yeah. So besides, you know, those rings, I was actually able to finally purchase, um, purchase a pair. You know, I got I got a gift. Somebody gifted me a pair of like wooden salmon earrings. So they're wood made from wood, and they are they have salmon designs. So they're like um, shaped as salmon. And they have beautiful, like, deep red and green colors. So they're, like, colored like that. And they're beautiful earrings. Oh, my gosh. So I have those. And um, I also have my porcupine earrings harvested by us and made by our neighbor. Which is awesome. They're the best porcupine earrings in the world. They're beautiful. And the ones that I see, you know, actually being sold are not as pretty and not as, like, um, the needle quality is different and our quality needle which I thought was kind of like okay but it's actually very nice because it's like thick but not too thick it just looks really it looks yeah looks really nice yeah so we went to a couple of weeks ago or so went to this um, there was this like conference a huge event for um, to support Alaska Native um like arts and just works and they also had like a bunch of like services out there for for them to you know apply and just like government-based kind of things and um the first floor was all um for like vendors and you know businesses and things like that so for them to to display their work and basically you know get paid for and it was between like earrings to you know fur and things made out of fur like moccasins or like gloves or hats or just fur itself and uh, up to you know the clothing you know traditional clothing and also um like what's it called um gosh like the whalebone and um vol- walrus you know, the, the thing, the white walrus is, like, big. <laughs> Gosh, I forget what it's called. Anyway, um, so, yeah, beautiful works. So much just craft. So much just, yeah, amazing. You know, just absolutely just mind-blowing. And we had so much little time because um, <laughs> it was, like, the weekend and we had to, like, take the dogs out. So we just ran out in there and just kind of, like, did a couple laps and it was huge you know there's so much to look at so i immediately liked I, the first thing i saw it was those salmon earrings immediately loved them and then we kept just walking around and i was i was actually looking for beaded earrings because i'm like obsessed with beadwork and i love it and i want it and i, I don't have one and i really want one <laughs> one pair 
So I was looking for those and I couldn't really find anything, probably because it was like the end of this um event, you know, it was probably another day left. So they, they probably were sold out, you know, those because they were very popular right now. And then, you know, just kind of looking around, then we found some kind of, we found like a present for someone. It was really cool. Um, and then I was like, we were kind of done. And I was like, oh, I really want to get like earrings for my mom, you know, because there's just so much. I'm like, I don't know when else we are going to, um, you know, see something like that. We need to use this opportunity to just get, you know, I just want to do something nice for my mom. So we went back to this this one guy who we really liked. And his work was probably the best and was really affordable. And we got, um, for my mom, we got this, like, Moose's um, handler, handler, um, like round so it's if you cut the moose's handler like in this circle shape and it's like thick but not too thick right it's just a earring like a, a coin looking right and then it was beautiful it was absolutely like stunning just beautiful right it looks like um well my mom is making a joke she's like it looks like a cut um egg <laughs> I'm like what it looks beautiful it looks super sophisticated and fancy and just like no one else has it. it's so unique right and i gifted it to her and i was like at first i showed her my earrings and i was like here you look look what i got and she's oh, she loved it right she loves it she loves so much anyway and then I gave it to her, and she's like, oh, you know, she's not sure. And she, at first, I don't think she liked it. And then I had to convince her. They look really nice to her. They were going to feed her. They're very, you know, whatever. But I think she, you know, she's convinced. But she's like, oh, I wanted, you know, fireweed or blueberry or mountains. I'm like, are you five? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Anyhow, I was like, if you don't like them, I'm going to take them because they're amazing. Anyway, so kind of just, you know, just doing the little things like that, making a difference, you know, just uh, focusing on self-care. Today, I know I have like five minutes left here. Today, um, just also took it s- slow. I went to a couple stores that I wanted to check out, um, you know, got myself like a nice warm drink and um, just... I've, I was looking for, like, a hand cream the whole day. But I I purchased things, like, that I can recycle. The cont- in the containers that I can recycle. So that's, that's a pain in the butt always. And usually those products are really expensive. So I couldn't find anything. I really need something. Um, because I'm almost out of all of my hand creams. And so I had to get something quite pricey. You know, like this hand, or just lotion. It's a body lotion. It's not even that much. And I was like, and it's made actually by, um, it's made in Alaska. So it's made here. And I was like, okay, you know, you know what? Self-care, fuck it. <laughs> Whatever. And it's very nice. You know, it smells really good. And you know it's good. You know, it's made here. And it supports small business, blah, blah. But then sometimes, you know. But then, you know, if you think about it, it might last long, so we'll see. So no regrets. Just kind of trying to work on, you know, feeling good about taking care of myself and um, 
just allowing myself right to rest and do those things even though it's sometimes pain in the butt and costs money right but it's worth it in the end and i think i digressed from my from my thought about grad school but that's pretty much like i haven't taken care of myself really i took it a lot for granted you know throughout my whole life up until the grad school which was very intense and very like just a lot and I found myself burning out and that's when you know the idea of self-care and I remember one of my intentions for the year was to take care of myself and that's how I kind of just began that journey of like self-love and you know like all that stuff and today um just slowly coming back to it and today uh came back you know just kind of not only, and I do practice a lot of self-care, you know, throughout my day, I'm more mindful and more, like, intentional about it, but then, you know, sometimes when you're stressed, for me, the first thing that goes out of hand is, like, self-care, you know, and, and it shows, you know, in a way, it's still things, but then it shows, but this weekend, I was like, I need to get my power back, I can't be affected by all those things, I just need to you know no matter what just strengthen myself and find value and rest and you know and I'm just changing my whole mindset I'm like hey maybe the point of you know the next two months is just to rest you know and be okay with it because I am always running somewhere some somehow always doing something always has this idea that I should I should I do I need to I have to you know now 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 and it's like not sustainable and what if I need to trust this process and I just need to rest you know and that's what I need to do I need to come home and I need to rest and I need to listen to my body and I need to live in accordance with the season and the nature because that's the the only way and I did this um, restorative practice at home today, which was pretty nice too. And I think I'm also, I'm on, also, I feel like I'm falling in love into that practice. And I think that's something I would like to keep up and hopefully even teach one day because honestly, I feel like that's, that's what I, I'm good at, you know? So... How about you? How are you doing? <laughs> what do you need? Are you okay with taking a rest? Are you allowing yourself to rest? And what does it look like for you? I hope you have a wonderful rest of your November and a lovely Thanksgiving time if you are celebrating those times and i hope you find some time for rest and restore yourself thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you enjoy this episode or this podcast please feel free to provide some feedback it's always nice to hear from you and i'll see you next time